0: Hi, you are listening to Decisions Change Everything. I am your host, Kimberly Mathis, and this is episode 16. Okay, today we are going to be talking about transformations. It's the thing that people talk about getting when they do a lot of self-work, when they work with coaches, when they work with therapists, when they invest in becoming this better, different, more powerful version of themselves. But what is a transformation exactly and how do you make sure you get one? This is what we're going to be talking about. So let's dive in. Now, one of the reasons this is on my mind, and it's something that I wanted to talk to you about, is because I started working with a new client this week. And in our first session, one of the things that I do with all my clients in the first session is to talk about, like, what is it that we are working toward? What would be the end goal at the end of coaching that you would want to try to achieve? How would we know you were making progress? And the thing that was really interesting is that this client said that she was a little afraid she wasn't going to work hard enough. She was afraid that she wasn't really going to show up fully for this coaching experience. And this thought that she was having, this worry she was having, was coming from this kind of um, comparison that she was making between herself and other people she knows who have worked with coaches. She had worked with a coach before. She thought it was helpful, clearly, right? She hired me again. But she said, you know, I hear all these people saying that they had this huge transformation from coaching, that it has been the most transformative thing. And she's like, and it's good. And I've liked it. And I find it helpful. But it's almost like she thought she was doing something wrong. Because she said, I don't think I've had that kind of transformation like some things have maybe gotten a little bit better, but I haven't had what I would say is this like major transformation from coaching. And this led to a really interesting discussion and it made some things very apparent for me that I want to share with you. I want to make sure we clear some stuff up about what this even means if you are transformed. Now, I think that one of the misconceptions about this idea of transformation, a big transformation is that a transformation has to do with some sort of major life change or significant accomplishment. It's the kind of stuff that we think of um, like leaving a relationship, right? Or going from the brink of divorce to now being so in love with your spouse. People think of changing careers, right? Moving up in careers, making a huge change from the type of profession that you're in or what job you have. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's creating a lot of income from your business. Maybe it is just making some significant decisions about like where you want to live, if you want to buy a house, like things that have felt really big and scary, That's what we tend to think of as some sort of major transformation, right? It is clearly a huge shift in this person's life. Another thing that we also think about transformation that is a bit of a misconception is that a transformation is something that's always visible or tangible. These might be things like buying a house, building a house, selling a house to move across the country, um, finding a partner, right, when you've been single for a long time, Suddenly being someone who like lives in the gym when you didn't work out at all, losing a bunch of weight, making a bunch of money, right? These are the kind of tangible things that when we see them, we're like, oh, that's a big change, right? It's this very tangible, visible, quote unquote, transformation. But when this is the only way that we really think about transformation, if these are the types of things that count as a transformation, we're really doing ourselves a disservice by missing so many small things that add up to huge transformations over time. So let me explain what I mean by this. Now, if I were to tell someone that I think the biggest, most impactful transformation you can have involves changing particular thoughts or feelings or behaviors, like some of the daily things that we carry around with us, They don't see that as being a very fancy or appealing goal, right? That's not necessarily the reason that they want to invest in coaching. The reason people want to invest, the reason people are like, it's time for me to do something is because they have this idea of like this big thing, this big accomplishment, this big success that they will get out of it. But it's who we are on the inside. It's the internal changes that we make that really ripple out and affect multiple areas of our lives and then go on with us. We carry them with us when we move on to other goals and accomplishments that we want to have. It's those internal changes we make that really make the biggest impact over time. When my client and I were going over like some of the areas in her life, that just aren't really where she would like them to be, I asked her to think about like, okay, if we were to talk about what a transformation, to use her words, would look like in these areas, what do you envision? And she was like, to be honest with you, I really don't know. I kind of hate when people ask me that because it's hard for her to imagine what else could be different. So she told me a little bit about her relationship and it became very clear to me that some of the transformations, the biggest transformations she could have is that she does not defend herself to her partner when they get into an argument. She doesn't feel the need to. That she has some boundaries around what she, what kind of arguments or discussions she is willing to engage in. How often she is willing to kind of listen to maybe... We would call it bitching, you know, about things that are important to her, that her partner disagrees with her about. On the surface, right, it's like, oh, okay, well, that sounds nice, but that doesn't seem like a big transformation. But over time, right, if she is deciding that she does not want to engage in being defensive, what she's going to have to do in order to practice that outwardly with someone else in a conflict, and a relationship, is to strengthen her own sense of self-trust, her own sense of being able to validate what she wants and what she needs, right? Which is going to mean that that feeling of like, I have to prove myself, I need to be right, I need them to get to get them to understand, that feeling dissipates. We don't need someone else to do that for us. We're already doing it for ourselves. And when that feeling dissipates, there's going to be less conflict. right? There's going to be less arguments. There's going to be less times where the day was going great and then there was this big argument and now you're replaying the conversation over and over and over in your head and it's thrown your whole day off and now you feel tired and exhausted and burnt out because you had to expend all this energy trying to get someone to understand you. See what I mean? One of the biggest transformations I have had in my own life was changing one single thought. And it was a thought, a belief. I wouldn't even say it was a thought. It felt like a capital T truth belief about myself and how I had been in the world and all my experiences that was informing all of the future situations I found myself in. And that was the belief that I did not belong. It was the belief that I was an outsider. I was always odd. I always had trouble, right? Feeling connected and making friendships and like being part of the group. To me, that was, like I said, the capital T truth. That was just a truth about who I was. Things had always been that way. That felt unchangeable. It felt like trying to change it was just going to be playing pretend. And thankfully, I got coached on this. I first had to get to the place where I was like, I see that that could maybe be a thought I'm having and not the capital T truth. And if that's the case, if it's a thought that I'm having, that means it could be optional. And if it's optional, I don't want it. So because of coaching, Because of the questions I was asked, the way that my coach helped me kind of expand my perspective on this and see the different possibilities, I was able to change that thought. I was able to let it go. It still comes up. And the relationship I have with it is entirely different than it was for the first 38 years of my life. Let's say, I guess, 35, 36, because that's probably when I started working on it. Now, this wasn't playing pretend, okay? This was not just like faking it. But when I decided that the thought was optional, I also got to decide what thought I wished I had. I wanted to just believe that I belonged. I wanted to just believe that I could be connected and be part of a group anytime I wanted to. And here's the thing. When I decided that was the thought that I wanted, I got to think about, I was prompted by my coach to think about, if that were true, if it was just never even a question for me that I belonged, what would change? It wasn't other people. It was how I was showing up. When I was thinking I don't belong and I go to, say, a networking event or I am invited right to an outing with like a bunch of women I don't know. When the belief I never question and I just hold as true, absolute truth, is that I have trouble belonging, I walk into that situation and I am thinking about how everyone else is thinking of me. I am evaluating looks and body language. I'm evaluating tone of voice when people talk to me. I am keeping track of how many questions people ask me about myself, whether or not they seem interested in me. I am replaying conversations in my head. Like, should I have said this? Should I have said that? Right? I am so inside my own brain, worried about what other people think of me, that I am not really belonging. I'm like not even really participating or connecting truly with the people in front of me. So when I saw that this other thought was possible, that I maybe do belong, maybe I don't even have to question it. What that changed for me is that I felt less anxious, right? I felt more at ease. I even would say I felt—I started feeling more confident because it wasn't a question. It wasn't something I had to prove. And the biggest thing that changed wasn't that all of a sudden the belief was super believable but I started changing my actions. So those same situations, right, where I'm walking into the networking event and I'm talking to a bunch of women I don't know. If belonging wasn't a question, it was not up for debate. I just did. Then it freed me up to actually enjoy the people in front of me. I stopped thinking about myself and worrying about myself and I just started getting really curious about the people in front of me. I was able to be curious and genuine to ask them questions about themselves to make them feel at ease. I didn't have to worry about me. I didn't worry about people's body language or their facial expressions. I didn't worry about what I was wearing. I just got to walk in and enjoy myself. And I also noticed that it prompted me to start going up to people I wanted to get to know rather than waiting for them to somehow taken interest in me. This literally has changed everything for me. The ripple effects from working on that one belief. I don't know that I can even really quantify them all. To give you a few examples, some of the people that I looked up to as like mentors or, you know, experts in my field are now some of my best friends. Because I just started talking to them like we were one and the same. Like they were my peers. I didn't make it weird. You know, I didn't put pressure on them. It has changed the way that I respond to text, to emails. I don't overthink things. I don't worry about people being mad at me. I don't worry about responding immediately and what it means if someone doesn't respond back to my text immediately. I have put myself into programs and rooms that I don't know, actually I'm sure, I'm sure I would not have put myself into because I felt like I wasn't like there yet. Like I wasn't on that level. Now it's just not even a question. I just do it. I just decide I want in. I show up for events wearing whatever the hell I want feeling so much more comfortable in my skin because it's never a question if I belong. And you know what else that does? The ripple effect is not even in my own life. It ripples out into other people's lives because now when I am so comfortable, it allows other people to feel more comfortable, right? If I'm not judging myself, I'm also not judging them. They get to just like be in the presence of someone who. Is genuinely interested in them who is genuinely curious about them it makes them feel safe it makes them feel connected I always thought that belonging was something I had to be given from someone else and working on this belief deciding that maybe it was optional allowed me to realize that belonging is something I can just choose to have and Connection is something I create with other people. I don't have to wait for them to give it to me. I'm the one that facilitates it because I decide that I want it. This was huge. I don't know if I can really tell you how huge it has been for me to go from being someone who never fit in to now someone who has some of the best relationships and friendships I've ever had in my life. And to feel so confident and capable when I'm in new situations and meeting new people. That is transformation. That is a fucking transformation if I ever saw one. Now, if you're working with a coach, as I have, if you've worked with a coach before, if you were to come and work with me, there's always going to be a timeline to coaching, right? We have to have some sort of guardrails. Some beginning and end so that we know where we are in the process, right? That just gives a structure. So for me, it's six months. Clients work with me for six months. And one of the things I see clients thinking is that whatever transformation it is that they want, right? Whether it's a big, tangible thing or we start identifying more intangible things, they sometimes have this other thought that, they need to be there at the end of our coaching investment, the coaching timeline, right? That means it has worked. And I just want to offer, this puts a shit ton of pressure on yourself. I mean, it does is for me too as the coach, I guess, but I don't take that on. I've gotten way better at that. Like there's only so much I can control as the coach, right? And I don't want to add to that pressure. I don't want to add to some like false idea that, this stuff should happen. These changes should happen on a timeline. It's great if they do. Sometimes that does happen. But if it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that something has gone wrong. I don't want it to be the case that our entire focus is having something, achieving something by a certain timeline. What I want, what I think is actually more helpful is that you are seeing progress and changes that give you certainty that whatever achievement goal you have, whatever you're wanting to get, that transformation you're wanting to have, it is happening. Like there is no doubt about it. If you keep doing what you're doing, you will get there. It's great if it happens in six months. I don't think you're really gonna care, nor do I, if it happens to be seven or eight. And sometimes it's the daily practice of these small changes that, Takes more time than you think it will because things come up to challenge it, right? You can practice something, practice boundaries, for instance, and you nail it one day. You have great boundaries, the best boundaries you've ever had with this person or in this situation. And what do you know? A week later, there's a whole other situation that you hadn't even thought of that needs boundaries. And you feel a little unstable because it's not a situation you were prepared for. And now you have to practice them in this whole other context. But here's the thing. When you practice them, right? When you are implementing them day after day after day, there is no doubt that you are going to be the person with boundaries. It is going to get easier and easier, right? You are going to become that version of yourself. You're already doing it it's just going to become more of a second nature than something you really, really have to work toward. And continuing with that example, right, boundaries. Think of what would change in your life with your schedule, with your children if you have them, with your family members that drive you nuts, with your boss, with your employees, with your partner. What would change if you were able to have boundaries, hold boundaries, and feel good about them. Listen, the goal of coaching, my goal of coaching, let me rephrase that. My goal for coaching is not to get you some result, a check mark on a goal list or to-do list as quickly as possible by any means necessary. Because I know that even if you meet a goal, if you lose the weight, if you manage to make more money, if you find a partner. The most valuable part of this process is not actually checking the box that the goal has been met. It's not having the accomplishment. The most valuable part is who it is that you have become and what ways have you grown and changed in the process of getting there. Because the thing on the list, the goal, right? With the box beside it, you either check it off or you don't. You're going to have it and then what? Right? You check off the box, they're done. Who you become, how you're thinking, feeling, behaving, you carry all of that with you long past that goal. You carry it to all the new goals. You carry it into all the new situations. The planned situations the planned life events and phases and definitely the unplanned ones you may have changed careers you may have made a big job move and it looks great on paper and you're thrilled about it more money more paid time off and if you still have the same thoughts if you're still handling conflict the same way if you're still arranging your schedule the same way that you were before the new job won't matter so much You're going to start doing all those same things. You're going to start having the same problems. You've brought them with you into the new situation. If you find a partner, you've been single for a while, you're finally in a relationship, it's a great person, and you haven't worked on your boundaries, your thoughts about yourself, your ability to validate yourself even when someone else disagrees with you or is being invalidating. If you haven't figured out how you want to speak up for yourself and be honest in a relationship, It doesn't matter if you have a partner or not. It doesn't matter if you found someone because those things that have caused problems are going to cause problems until you change them. If you get a bunch of money, right? It's not going to solve all your problems because if you thought there was never enough money, if you didn't budget well, if you had thoughts about rich people or poor people and what it says about them or what money means, All of those are coming with you. I'm telling you, the transformation, y'all think it's the big stuff. But the transformations, the really powerful ones, are the small things that people are never even going to see and be aware of unless you tell them. So, like, if a client comes to me and they're like, well, I guess a transformation would be, like, I'm unhappy in my relationship. And maybe, you know, I've thought about getting a divorce or splitting up. Maybe I will have decided Sure, along the way, we may get information that may make that sort of decision more clear. But in the meantime, a bigger transformation is not just a decision, but it's how you're going about taking care of yourself, standing up for yourself, engaging in that conflict, right? The thoughts that you want to have about yourself and or your partner, the thoughts that you want to have about whether or not you will be okay, regardless of what will happen, That's the big stuff, y'all. That's the huge stuff. The biggest transformations I have and all my clients have are the things that felt so unchangeable. It never even occurred to you that you could change them. It never even occurred to you that that might be something to work on in coaching or with a therapist or with any other professional. It's those things that feel inherent, inherent to the relationship, inherent to your self concept, your self-esteem, inherent to your experience as a person. This is the way it always happens. This is what I always do. So my suggestion, if you want some transformation, go there, go to all the places where you feel like it's not the way you want it to be. And it's just how it is. Because I guarantee you there is some work we could do. So here is what I want you to leave this episode with, okay? Regardless of whether you are going to work with me or you're going to work with another coach, if you're doing any kind of self-improvement, self-development, right? If you're trying to tweak anything in your life, switch it up, make it better, don't tell yourself that it's only worthwhile if there's some big, huge change that will come of it. Don't tell yourself that you have to have some life-altering circumstance or situation. Don't tell yourself you have to go big or go home. And certainly, don't fucking tell yourself that you're not doing enough work if you're not having some life-altering change. The small things are the big things. The one thought that felt true that now is optional, that now doesn't get you the way it used to. That's a big change. The feeling that you had every single time X, Y, or Z occurred, that now is just a little blip on the radar and doesn't completely derail your day, that's a big change. The behavior that you always went to as soon as someone said or did something, as soon as they triggered that little thing in you, That behavior that you now have walked back that you don't automatically jump to and now allows for a whole different experience and reaction and response in that moment, that's a huge change. That is the transformation. That is the transformation, the transformation, all capital letters. Stars, stars, stars all around. Do you hear me? Let's stop Making things so difficult on ourselves. Let's stop telling ourselves that it only counts, it's only meaningful if it's huge and everybody can see it. I want you to make changes in your life that are going to feel amazing and that no one may have a clue about because it's in you. You're the only one experiencing it. You're the only one that really knows where you started and where you are now. And that is totally fine congratulations you have done amazing work if that is the case okay I feel like I'm about to like I'm already on a high horse on this and I'm about to like gallop off into the sunset so I'm gonna wrap this up because I feel like this is something I could just talk about forever if you have questions about this okay if you are like "Mm, I don't know and I don't know that there's this thing that I'm kind of thinking about like it might be something to work on but I don't know if it's really doable I don't know if it would make that big a difference Just get in touch we can talk about it We can talk through what it would look like what it would change I'm that's what I'm trained to do I'm trained to ask you lots of really good questions that help you get more clear on a situation and that help you make decisions You can sign up for a free call if you're interested in working with me You can sign up on my website, www.KimberlyMathis.com. And thank you for listening. I love being here with you every week. Please get in touch. If you have feedback, if you have questions, I love hearing from you. Have a great week.